Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. How I Grew Eight Feet in Sixth Grade by Carl Hafner. Suddenly, I felt two feet tall. Just as I was strutting past my secret heartthrob, Linda, the petite blonde beauty queen of Cedarbrook School, Mike started his joshing. Hey, Carl! Mike chided. I heard you signed up for a computer dating service, and they sent you the number for dial-up prayer. Linda and her clique erupted in giggles. You have the intelligence of a stop sign, I fired back. Someday, I determined as I raced to math class, I'm going to show that bully Mike. Maybe then Linda will like me. Okay, class, let's get started, Mr. Taylor announced as we shuffled to our desks. Today we're going to learn more about long division. You will remember that yesterday we talked about... Mr. Taylor's class was always my favorite, only because he was so into his arithmetic on the chalkboard that he never noticed me reading hockey magazine. As I scanned an article about the Montreal Canadiens, an ad caught my eye, an ad that would change my life, or so I thought. Tired of being a wimp? the ad questioned. Are you fed up with being pushed around? Sport the muscles of Mr. Atlas. Snag the woman of your dreams. This secret weapon to eternal health is guaranteed or your money back. Send only $19.95 to Muscles, P.O. Box 44462, Livingston, New Jersey, 07039. That'll show Mike, I daydreamed. What will he think when Linda's chasing me? I envisioned Linda coddling my bulging biceps. Oh, Carl, I imagined her saying, do you mind if I call you Mr. Jock or do you prefer Mr. Health? Mr. Health, I mused. It's got a nice ring to it. Maybe I'll host my own TV show someday. Mr. Health's Aerobic Hour. At last, the package arrived in the mail. I ripped into it like a kid at Christmas. It dropped to the floor. In shock, I stared. Four long silver springs with red handles on both ends. That's all it was. How can that cheap contraption make me Mr. Atlas, I wondered. Yet to snag Linda and snuff Mike, anything seemed worth a try. Every night I tugged and yanked and pulled and sweated. Sweat seemed to be my body's way of crying. No pain, no gain. I grunted as I strained and stretched the handles. But regardless of the ferocious workouts, my body still looked about as brawny as an x-ray. Mom, I questioned one evening, how can I get big muscles? There's more to good health than big muscles, she answered. You have to exercise, sleep right, drink water, eat spinach and broccoli and turnips, and okay, Mom, I get your point. I tried different types of exercises. I pumped iron. Since I didn't have any weights, I worked out with my mother's iron. I slept more. I guzzled more water. I ate spinach. I ate broccoli. As for the turnips, I wasn't that desperate yet. A month slipped by. Nobody accused me of taking steroids. Nobody called me Mr. Atlas. Nobody called me Mr. Health. But with a little imagination, and with the right light and mirror, and if I flexed hard enough, I could detect the beginning hint of ripples that resembled biceps. But Linda never noticed. Dear God, I prayed one evening, I hate myself. In fact, everybody hates me. Mike has all the muscles and girls and friends, and I don't have anything. How can I get Linda to notice me? God didn't answer until the next day at school. It's time for recess, Mr. Taylor announced. I raced to the restroom to change into a new Gold's Gym tank top. 
I figured the day had come for me to flaunt my new physique. Just as I was leaving the restroom for the ball field, I heard a whimper in the stall. Freezing in my tracks, I asked, "'Who's in there?' "'Nobody,' replied the whining, squeaky voice. Pulling the stall door open, I stared at a chubby little boy slumped in the corner. His tears burned reddish trails down his pudgy cheeks. "'What's wrong?' I asked. "'Oh, nothing. What's your name?' "'Oh, nothing. That's not your name. Hank.' Hank, huh? Even though sixth graders didn't usually bother to talk to first graders, it seemed that it'd be okay this time. Yeah, Hank's my name, he whimpered. What are you crying for? Because everybody hates me. Ah, come on now, Hank. Not everybody hates you, I replied as I handed him a wadded ball of toilet paper. Here, let's dry those tears. I don't hate you, and God doesn't hate you. But everybody calls me fat so, Hank sniffled. Yeah, I know how it feels. Everybody calls me shortcake. Think of it like this. Our bodies can only get better, right? Tell you what, I'll start calling you shortcake if you'll start calling me fatso. It'll be our secret code. What do you say? Deal? A slight grin curved his lips. Can we do that? Sure, I don't see why not. By the time I coaxed Hank back to his classroom, recess was half over. It seemed like a good excuse not to bother with modeling my new tank top. There's not enough time for Linda to really savor my new improved biceps, I rationalized. Besides, after helping Hank, for some reason my muscles just didn't seem so important. The next Monday morning the most unbelievable thing happened. It was more unimaginable than Santa Claus shaving. It was more unlikely than putting out a raging forest fire with saliva. It was incredible. Linda talked to me. For the first time in the school year, Linda talked to me. Hi, Carl, she greeted. Um, ah, uh, uh, um, hi there, uh, Linda, I stuttered. Did you do your math assignment? Yesterday. I mean, yes, yesterday. Um, I mean, yes, I did it. It wasn't too hard, was it? Yes, yester, no, I mean, not really yesterday, it wasn't. My face felt as if it could glow in the dark. Yeah, say, Carl, I just wanted to say, um, that was nice, what you did last Friday. Last Friday? Yeah, I mean with Hank. Hank? Oh, yeah, shortcake. He gets picked on a lot. Ever since Friday, you've been his hero. Really? Why is he, I mean, what did you, I, uh, how do you know who Hank is? He's my cousin. We went over to Aunt Sharon's house for Sabbath dinner. Hank told me about cousins, I blurted out. You and Hank are cousins? I didn't know that. Nobody in the school knows. Oh, there's the bell. It's time for class. But thanks. That was nice. See ya. Suddenly, I felt ten feet tall. The story you have heard today is from God's Greatest Stories, written by various authors and compiled by Randy Fischel, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.